Tomorrow is a big day. November 7th It is election day here in the state of Ohio. And there's a lot of, of local issues, right? We've got levies and we have candidates. And there's a lot of those that will be on your respective ballot. But we do have some statewide issues as well. And one of them is to uh, add abortion into the Constitution. Joining us right now with Fox News is Mark Meredith, who's going to explain exactly how this uh, election may kind of push towards other states to add abortion to their upcoming ballots. Good morning, Mark. How are you? day a little less than a day away now and you know i think what's going to be interesting is that there's going to be so many people talking about what ohio voters decided because it's going to give us a bellwether of where things are going into 2024 the democrats have made it very clear that they are going to campaign heavily on the issue of abortion access to abortion and women's health care uh, Republicans have made it clear that they believe that there needs to be limits in place. Obviously, Ohio has kind of been ground zero for this now for for months, ever since um, uh, the first decision was struck. Stru- sorry, the Supreme Court decision was struck down, and the previous law went into effect. Uh, and then, obviously, it's been challenged in court. So, I mean, Ohio really has kind of been this bellwether of where this debate will go going forward. I'm sure you've seen the ads all over your TV. I'm sure you can't watch a football game, a newscast, or a comedy without seeing an ad either for or against uh, issue number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter uh, what side of the aisle you're on. You can't watch TV without just a bunch of mud slinging. And I had I had the TV on this morning before my show, and there was uh, so many people for for or against issue one. And there's how much? I mean, do you have a ballpark number of how much money has been spent on uh, on advertising for issue one? I can't speak just to advertising, but in terms of this race overall, already some $60 million in combined spending specifically on this issue. So that's money also in terms of get-out-the-vote efforts, canvassing, stuff like that. But you're right, the bulk of that would be going to uh, TV, radio, Internet advertising. People are getting this issue out there, and I was seeing a report that, I mean, turnout is actually supposed to be very strong for an off-year election. I mean, usually if it's not a presidential, it's kind of tough to get people to guarantee that they'll go out to the polls. Although, I mean, I remember I was out in Ohio a year ago for the midterms race when uh, J.D. Vance won that Senate seat, and the turnout was huge then. So, I mean, Ohio voters are certainly engaged, uh, but where they actually land on this issue, I think, is the big question, because Democrats in the last few elections that we've seen, even in places like Kansas, have had some victories on this specific issue in terms of trying to block any efforts to impose limits uh, on abortion, at least for early limits. And I think for Ohio, depending on what voters decide, that'll give us a real test of of where maybe the heartland is on this issue. Yeah, well, uh, can we see other states uh, decide to add something like this onto their ballot? Or, or is it going to be just dependent on the results of tomorrow? Oh, there's already efforts underway to get this similar work done in, like, Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Florida. I mean, you kind of you name it. Uh, we are seeing efforts underway to try to get something similar. But, of course, depending on the, what the results turn out to be tomorrow, obviously they can, you know, both sides could shift strategy. Uh, but what I think is also fascinating here is that it's not just Ohio that is focused so heavily on abortion. I live in, in D.C., we have a Virginia elections tomorrow just across the river, and it is the only issue you either hear about abortion or crime, abortion or crime, no matter which ad you are. If you're a Republican, you're talking about crime. 
you're the Democrat, you're talking about uh, access to abortion. And obviously, we've seen the White House uh, offer its resources to help some of these um, these ballot initiatives uh, go through, like the, like issue one. So obviously, we'll be looking to see what kind of response they get from the White House in the last day. Will we see a radio ad from either the president or vice president? Will we see... Um, you know, kind of a, a last-minute push by Planned Parenthood. That's the big question. But they're out there now. I, mean, I already saw people canvassing in Cincinnati over the weekend. So people are certainly uh, paying attention to what's going on. Now, can you explain to us exactly what issue one is? Because I do think that there's uh, there's some misconceptions as to you know, what this comes down to in Ohio. I mean, is this adding it into the Constitution? Is it saying any abortion uh, is legal? It would basically protect the right of abortion up to the point that a fetus could live outside the womb. So we're talking about 23 weeks of pregnancy here. And yes, it would be in the state constitution, and that's kind of why this issue is, is so different, because this is not simply um, something that we're le- seeing the legislative branch handle or even the executive branch or Governor DeWine. Instead, this is pretty much making it, this would be enshrined in the constitution, regardless of what the um, state Supreme Court may decide on the previous abortion measures. So this is kind of that... Uh, work around, if you will, to go around the legislators. And as you know, in Ohio, there was a big debate whether or not to try to make it tougher to get this measure on the ballot to begin with. Oh, I remember. And, yeah, I was going to say, I, I know you didn't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can imagine uh, just the energy to get to where we are tomorrow has been so much. Uh, that's why I think it'll be really interesting to see the results. I mean, I'm not on the ground in Ohio today. I'm out in Washington. Uh, but I can guarantee you that the lawmakers here are paying attention. Uh, the advocates on both sides uh, are paying attention. And certainly the presidential campaigns are looking to see how much voters are fired up on this specific issue. So issue one, uh, because I know there's a lot of misconception right now uh, because the the people that are so anti-abortion – they continue to say, well, oh, they'll allow you to get an abortion up to eight months. Well, that's not the case, right? The, the viability, I, I believe that's the language that people need to focus on. Right. So obviously there's going to be a lot of questions about how far the limits are going to be tested. And I think that's where you could see additional court challenges, right? So let's say this, let's say issue one were to pass tomorrow. Um, and then there's going to, I would imagine there would be some case where there would be uh, a person, a woman that would try to get an abortion later in their terms, whether or not that is stopped, whether or not it's kind of like, oh, well, it's been protected, not enforced. Uh, you know, th- th- there will be those questions that come up. And you're right, there could be additional court challenges. And maybe even the legislature goes back after, you know, issue one is decided and tries to put other guardrails in. I mean, I think that's certainly possible, and it could also be challenged in the courts. I mean, remember what happened in 2019 when you, when Ohio passed the six-week ban, it was signed into law, and then it's been challenged in the courts, and we're still waiting for the Ohio Supreme Court to kind of come back with its, its final call. Um, so all of this could still be even tied up, but I do think going the constitutional route could certainly make things a whole lot tougher for whichever side is either trying to keep the measure in place or to tear it down in the future. But a huge amount of money being put into this, and I think we'll see a lot of these uh, abortion rights advocates or women health care advocates will say, this is the route we want to go in other states, because if it's successful in Ohio, they can probably replicate it elsewhere. Now, let, let's uh, let's play devil's advocate here. It doesn't pass tomorrow, uh, and, and people just don't know where to turn from here. Do you think... It's going to be on the ele- on the ballot in May, then in November, and it'll just be one of those recurring things on a ballot. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know the the definition of you know insanity is right doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So, I mean, it's it's certainly possible that 
that would be the route that would occur. Um, but you're also talking about a lot of money here. So, you know, if you spend $60 million this time around and you're not happy with the results, do you just do 120? I mean, do you keep going down that route, or do you try a, do you try a different alternative? And, and I don't know. That would probably be a better question for the Planned Parenthoods or those that are uh, trying to get Issue 1 voted down. Um, I can't imagine that they would just say, yeah, let's do it again in May, unless there's a significant change. Let's say it's it's passed uh, – I'm sorry, if it, if it fails, but then all of a sudden there's there's buyer's remorse on the part of voters. But I can't imagine that would be the case so quickly right afterwards. Maybe it's if there was a major demographic switch in uh, Ohio in the next you know six years, four years, after the next census in, what, seven years from now. Maybe we see something like that again, but I couldn't imagine they would just try right again. But – God knows I could be wrong. Now, I want to say that in 2016, we had marijuana on the ballot because I believe it was the same year that uh, that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were running against each other. And that was, what, seven years ago. And now we have uh, issue two, which is marijuana. Uh, that is on the ballot tomorrow. So uh, you ju- did just say maybe seven years down the road. That could happen. So yeah, I, I think that that's. I mean, because we really, honest to God, you know, just when you think you know what's going to happen, <laughs> there's a surprise. Uh, I mean, you're right. This this decision whether to actually legalize recreational marijuana has been uh, in the making for years. I mean, ever since medicinal was passed. Um, but whether or not, you know, it's it's still successful. I, I would. I actually haven't looked at any polling for for issue two here for you. But uh, I am curious. You know, just like you said. Because one avenue necessarily doesn't go the way somebody expects. People will try to find another way, but it takes time. I just don't see them doubling down and spending that same exact money again so soon afterwards. Yeah, that's a good point when you look at it that way. I know a lot of people are, are talking about it, and yes, there is going to be record turnout for a uh, 2023 election, right? As you said, it is an off year. We're not talking about a presidential election here, but you can't drive down any road without seeing a yard sign that says yeah. either yes on issue one, no on issue one. It's it's there. People are talking about it. And you can't turn on the TV without seeing any kind of advertising. I'm sure there are a lot of people that would be very excited to go back to the traditional holiday ads after election day. Yeah. Oh, my, <laughs> my wife, gosh. she basically she rolls her eyes every time she sees an ad and we're watching here in, in D.C. So I can only imagine what you guys are going through out there. Yeah, well, and people here, I mean, everywhere they get very passionate, right? They, they get very passionate about what they're voting on, what is being talked about. But right now, abortion is a very hot-button topic. And it, it's been like that since last June when Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. And then this has really just propelled it right to the forefront. Absolutely. And we've even heard from some of the uh, supporters of abortion restrictions or the pro-life groups that have said they were kind of caught flat-footed after the SCOTUS ruling because they, other groups, kind of had action plans ready to go. If this domino falls, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, And so I I think it'll be interesting. We're kind of seeing them play catch-up here, those pro-life groups that are saying, okay, we got what we wanted from SCOTUS, you know, but it's still obviously not settled policy. Now we have to go on a state-by-state basis. And imagine how much more difficult that is because, you know, you have all the different rules throughout the 50 states. Uh, it's not like you can call a you know a one size fits all strategy out of New York or D.C. You have to go on the ground into these states. You have to spend money. You have to organize, and uh, that is just not a, an easy thing to do. Pretty much, no matter what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, definitely a lot to follow here, and and I I feel as though 
the question that we talked about earlier, if this doesn't pass, then then where do we go from there? That's something we'll we'll learn more of. And I'm sure people are going to start coming up with plans uh, as soon as the results are final tomorrow. So I guarantee, it, even before the polls close, I'm sure people are talking about what now. But again, things things do take time. I can't imagine you're going to see a, another decision until maybe the Supreme Court in Ohio weighs in on the original 2019 plan. All right. I really appreciate it, Mark. You have a good one, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon to follow up on on the uh, 2023 election. Absolutely, Jordan. My pleasure. Have a good day, buddy. All right.